Protect your vacation rental with Minute. Our leading indoor and outdoor noise monitoring system helps you prevent parties, damage, and neighbor complaints. Find out how to grow your businesses while keeping operations lean at Minute.com. Episode of the VRMA Arrival Podcast. I'm your host, Alexa Schlosser, editor of VRMA's publications. This month, I'm excited to share with you my conversation with smart home technology expert, Richard Gunther. Thanks for tuning in. So hi, Richard. Could you, I guess, first just introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a, a bit about what your work is and your experience with short-term rentals? Sure, absolutely. So this is going to sound a little convoluted, but I think of myself as having a couple different jobs. So I'm a product experience consultant. And uh, as that, I work with companies in the smart home space like Grid Connect and others to help them offer customers great experiences to ensure that their products and software are easy to use, easy to understand. They deliver a sense of satisfaction or maybe even delight to their customers. And if you're trying to figure out, well, that sounds really kind of like witchcraft. What are you talking about? If if you've ever used software and walked away from it and you just feel like you hate it, then they don't have someone like me working with them. <laughs> I, I'm I'm working to to help ensure that the design, the flow, the overall experience is something that their customers are going to ultimately like. So that's one job, and that's my primary money-making job, if you will. My second job is that I'm a podcaster and a blogger, and I typically report on the latest smart home tech topics, trending ideas and products. I have two smart home podcasts, actually, one called Home On, and one called The Smart Home Show, which I actually co-host with the CEO of Grid Connect, Adam Justice. And I've been using smart home technology since I was a a teenager and your listeners can't see it, but I have gray hair. So that's, (laughs) that's been like 40 years or so that I've been using smart home technology. So it's something I'm kind of steeped in. Sorry to interrupt, but what, what does smart home technology look like 40 years ago? It, it's funny, you don't even think that that sort of stuff existed at the time. But mm-hmm. even back in the 70s and 80s, there was technology that you could buy at Radio Shack, if you remember <laughs> that place. I do. That could control your lights, control your appliances, and mm-hmm. everything has just kind of evolved dramatically over mm-hmm. the past few decades from that point. Yeah. And then as my third job, I'm a vacation rental homeowner. And uh, I feel that owners need to take care of their places and the stuff in their places, even if they're using a management company. I'm a a very hands-on owner, and I want to make sure that our guests are going to be comfortable and feel safe and enjoy their experience. And some of that falls on the owners, too. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, you've got a you've got a busy schedule there, but you're the perfect guest for this podcast because we're we we touch all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I was thinking 
Um, my dad was really into like, he would go to radio shack all the time and he had put, and this was, you know, early nineties. Um, but he like set up the house where like, there was like this intercom system so that we could like talk to each other in the different parts. Yeah. Of the I guess that's technically smart home technology, right? Absolutely. Now you do that through Siri or with your yeah. echo devices. Yeah, exactly. Or texting, which we didn't have back then either. Um, but cool. So I guess, you know, to, to sort of delve into, I mean, you, you referenced briefly, like, um, you know, safety and security and, and, you know, being a, a rental owner yourself, um, property rental owner yourself, you know, what are sort of the like most important things that, you know, property managers should really think about when it comes to safety and security. And what is, what is the tech that like, you know, above all, they should definitely be considering in terms of safety and security. Yeah. I think this falls into two different areas. There's safety and security of people and that may be the guests in the home. It may be you when you're there. It's also the safety and security of the home when or property when it's not occupied. Sure. And uh, many of the devices that I'm going to talk about kind of fall into one or both of those categories. I think the first big obvious thing and something that saw a fair amount of a boon from things like Airbnb and large rental companies is smart locks. Smart locks are an obvious fit for a rental property because they give owners and property managers the ability to establish private codes for everybody there. You don't have to worry about handing out a key that somebody may duplicate. You don't worry about anybody losing the key. You can just give the guests that are arriving a code and give them a code of their own. And they have the security of knowing that nobody else has that code. And you have the security of knowing that they can't come back because you'll disable that code and make right. sure they don't have access after they leave. So I would say that that's probably the number one thing I recommend and see mm -hmm. happening in the industry. Uh, another thing, and this is more for when the home is not occupied, is things like sensors. Mm -hmm. So in my property, I have some motion sensors around the home so that I can find out if there's somebody in there when there shouldn't be somebody in there. Mm -hmm. And I can give a call to the management company to find out what's going on around there. I also have some leak sensors and, oh man, water damage is probably the biggest problem that people deal with in properties. And particularly if you're in an area that might freeze or flood, if you have the ability to detect that water is collecting where it shouldn't be, either under appliances or under sinks or water heaters, something like that, that can be a big save in terms of preventing significant damage to your home. Gotcha. Another thing to help with that is smart thermostats. You can guarantee that your house isn't going to freeze by having a thermostat that's going to keep it within certain thresholds. So it's not going to get too cold or it's not going to get too hot and potentially let mold and mildew thrive when there isn't any way to get any sort of air circulation in there. So that's another great technology. And I mean, thermostats are one of those things that now you can just buy at any big box store right. and, and get a smart thermostat. And if so stuff like that, I think, is really key. And it's not that different from things that you might put in your own home. Sure. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Those don't seem like maybe apart from the sensors, maybe you can tell me I'm wrong here that, that they, these aren't like super high tech implementations, right? Like, like you said, you can get smart home thermostats at um, Home Depot or, or wherever. Um, I'm curious about the sensors. Is that like, is that pretty easy to implement um, or is that more of an undertaking to do sort of the, the sensor um, option? There are numerous companies that are starting to put out sensors specifically for this purpose. So whether it's something like a security system that relies exclusively on sensors to detect motion or a uh, a set of leak sensors that might fit under different appliances and stuff like that, these are things that you can buy now again mm-hmm. at a big box store or at a hard like a, a large hardware or home goods store mm-hmm. to help with this sort of detection. So it's not really that complicated. The the thing that I would say is that I mentioned the word security system. This is a security system for when the house is not occupied. Right. I wouldn't recommend ever putting a security system in that guests have to operate it. Right. I mean, imagine walking <laughs> into a new home and you don't know how to turn off the security system. And now mm-hmm. you're like flustered. It's dark. What if you do the wrong code? You don't mm-hmm. want your guests to have to deal with something like that. Yeah. So it seems like there is, I know you're talking about how there's different types of tech, but it seems like some of the tech is, you know, things you can market toward your audience, toward your guests and be like, hey, we have smart locks. That's something that they might find is like a benefit for them. But then there's things that are more just the benefit for the owner, which is the sensors and and the the thermostat. But it seems like there's there's room for both and and we can find a, a happy middle ground there. Right. Exactly. Cool. Are there any like, um, myths or mistakes that that property owners make when they're thinking about safety and security or or smart tech in general? So I think there are two. One is that I I think homeowners in particular think that the property management company is going to be able to take care of everything themselves. And I would argue that that is a false assumption and not fair to the property management companies. If you're introducing technology into that house, they may not have the ability to maintain that technology. And one of the things that I've tried to do is make sure that I have specialists lined up for different types of services. So for example, if you have a uh, if you have an HVAC system in your home and almost everyone would, at least in this hemisphere, then I would expect that you probably have an AC company that's on contract to come and make sure it works every once in a while and be on call if something goes wrong. Same sort of thing with technology. You should plan on having some sort of technology vendor, maybe like an AV installer. Oftentimes they also handle smart home stuff, Mm -hmm. but make sure that you're not reliant on just that management company to do all of the work because I, I, like I said, I just don't think that that's a fair assumption on them. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the the second, you know, we mentioned security systems. I, I hesitate to even go down this track, but I've been in rental homes that have had cameras yeah. as part of their security system. And I, in my that. mind, 
We all seen the horror movies about this. Right. Exactly. Exactly. In my mind, that's just a big no. That's a huge failure. I think it's, in fact, in some management companies in their terms that you cannot have cameras on the property, Mm -hmm. particularly inside. But I have seen places where that's the case. And that just makes guests uncomfortable, even if they're completely off, even if you have nothing but the best of intentions, Mm -hmm. just don't even go down that path. So think about ways of protecting your home, protecting your investment with out creeping out the guests. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess you mentioned, you know, the fact that it's an investment and obviously it's any kind of purchase along this line technology is an investment. So what should owners keep in mind when looking to invest in this sort of um, technology is, you know, should they be thinking, you know, maybe they have one property, maybe they have five, maybe they have 10, like what's the right amount that they should be considering budget wise to invest into something like this? Ooh, budget wise, that's <laughs> that's a really good question. I don't know that I can give you yeah, a particular statement on that because every property is different, right? Sure. I, I mean, my rental property has nine bedrooms. Many yeah. rental properties have two. So right, right. any anything that could impact that could send that number in either direction. But what I will tell you is that when you're investing in technology, it's it is an investment that you need to keep on top of. Just like every couple of years, you're going to replace bedding and even furnishings and carpeting. The same is true for technology. When you're investing in technology, technology changes over time. It will wear out eventually. Guests, as we know, are not often easy on things in a rental home. Mm -hmm. So you need to keep on top of stuff and you need to make sure that in addition to the initial investment, that it's getting the care and feeding that it needs and that it is getting refreshed, just like other things in your rental home need to be refreshed occasionally. Yeah, that makes sense. I wonder if there's also some sort of advice. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, like, you know, don't invest in um, any kind of equipment or technology that you don't really know how to implement or use, or like just to just buying it to buy it, you know what I mean? And just like having the new bells and whistles, but then, you know, buying a smart thermostat, but then not knowing how to set it up, that sort of thing. Like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, why does my mom have an iPad? She does not need one. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't know how to use it. She just wants to have it. (laughs) Did you know that an average unauthorized party generates $1,600 worth of damages? not to mention lost revenue and community fines. With Minute, you can protect your vacation rental and prevent parties from just $120 per year. Our leading noise monitoring system has helped more than 40,000 hosts in 3,000 cities to date. It now comes with an outdoor mode, so you can put an end to those neighbor complaints once and for all. The Minute sensor gives you an unmatched level of insight into your properties. Enhance guest experience and save on energy bills with our temperature and humidity tracking. Detect crowding with our indoor occupancy monitoring. Secure your home between stays with motion detection. Take advantage of our powerful automations and integrations to grow your business and keep operations lean, all while protecting guest privacy. Find out more about how Minute can help you host happy at Minute.com. Can you, I guess, talk to me? I understand you have what you call a tech rule of thumb. What what is that rule of thumb? 
Hmm. Well, I don't know if this is the answer you're expecting, but you <laughs> led into this perfectly oh, great. with what you were just saying earlier, which is keep it simple. Hmm. You need to make sure that what you're implementing is something that not just you are going to understand how to use, but your guests are going to understand how to use. Yeah. You don't want to inconvenience them or make them feel like they, oh, well, I but I can't use this because I don't understand it. That's just a, a loss right from the beginning. So keep it simple. And my rule, <laughs> you mentioned, why does my mom need an iPad? My rule is, would my mom have been able to use it? Yeah, exactly. Would she have been able to figure out how to use the combination lock on the door? Would mm -hmm. she be able to figure out how to adjust the thermostat? So look for products that are simple, simple, simple to use and aren't going to add confusion into the mix. Yeah. You know, I, I think another good example of this is in the AV side of things. If you have televisions and maybe a game console or uh, an audio system. In my great room, we have an audio system because it's a surround sound with a big TV and everything. Well, there are multiple remotes associated yeah. with that, right? That's just, mm -hmm. that's a recipe for confusion right from the beginning. Right. So we invested in a universal remote that operates everything. And we have little instruction cards with a picture of the remote and a picture of the buttons for you want to listen to music, press this button. You want to watch TV, press this button. You have your own device, press this button. Yeah. And just make sure that things that are in the house aren't there for the sake of being technology or for uh, the sake of maybe helping you, but not mm -hmm. helping the guest. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a good segue too into, you know, we've been talking a lot about safety and security and, and tech related to that, but there's also, you know, convenience related technology and, and some solutions can be both. Um, but is there, maybe you can explain the difference a little bit between those two and then also, you know, elucidate for me if, if there's ever, you know, kind of trade-offs for choosing one technology over the other. Um, just, just curious about that. I think there are trade-offs and oftentimes that trade-off is in expense. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to find that the $250 Nest thermostat, if sorry, if you don't want me mentioning brain brands, <laughs> but they are kind of the one that everybody knows mm -hmm. is the easiest smart thermostat that you're going to find out there. And it costs more than the $39 thermostat that you can buy online from mm -hmm. some random company. And it, that investment is necessary if you want to make sure that people aren't going to look at this thing and say, well, what is that? I don't understand okay. that. Same thing for a universal remote. You can get a, a really inexpensive $20 or $30 universal remote at a big box store. But is it going to solve the problem you're trying to solve or is it going to be more confusing? So I think cost really has a lot to do with it. I also think that there's... And um, um, an amount of work that you may need to put into this, depending on what you're setting up for your customers. So as an example, I installed an EV charger in or outside our home so that people driving electrical vehicles could recharge while they're at the home. And that's a really nice perk 
that we offer. And I want to offer it to our guests, not to anybody that happens to be in the neighborhood when the house is occupied. Right. So for something like that, I go in each week and either shut it down. And I don't mean go into the property. I go online using mm -hmm. their app and either make it unavailable or make it available so that I'm not having someone just draw down my electricity when it isn't a valid use by a guest. Mm -hmm. I think there's some other things that you can do to make things more convenient for customers and guests as well that are technology, but not necessarily safety or security related. Mm -hmm. An example might be, on a Wi-Fi network, nearly every rental property has Wi-Fi nowadays. And if the Wi-Fi goes down, then they're kind of out of luck. Sure. So one of the things that we use at our property is a network rebooter so that when the network goes down, it detects it and automatically reboots the router so that... I mean, 99% of the time that usually solves the problem unless mm. there's a bigger problem going on somewhere in the neighborhood. So something like that can be a nice convenience factor. And that's invisible to right. your guests. They don't even know that that exists. Right, right. We also have a really cool device that I found online from another rental homeowner that allows customer customers allows guests who are coming in to easily get on the network. Sometimes hmm. punching in the network password is complicated. We have little signs all over the home with the password, but we also use this tool to let us generate a QR code, one of those little right, uh, yeah. mosaic codes that you see on TV and in ads mm -hmm. all the time. And they can either scan that or tap a little a spot on the wall that allows their device to automatically hook up to our Wi-Fi. Wow. So it makes it dead simple for them and they don't have to fumble around with their keyboard to try and get on the Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think too, part of it seems like when, when owners are thinking about what kind of investments to make, especially these convenience ones is really understanding what their demographics are, because you're not going to want to put in electro electrical vehicle battery, um, you know, chargers, if, if that's not your demographic of people that are, they're coming to your property, um, sure. so knowing, knowing who your guests are, I think will help you make um, better decisions about where to invest your money for tech. Yeah. That's a very good point. Cool. So I guess, you know, moving on a little bit, what what are you seeing as like the biggest trends right now of what you've discussed already, but maybe what you're seeing in the future of like where where we're headed? I'm going to assume that you're talking about smart home, but I kind of have some thoughts on both that and the rental industry. Yeah, so, let's hear them. You, you count as an expert in both. <laughs> I don't know about that. In the smart home, the industry is changing quite a bit right now. We are on the cusp of many major product manufacturers who make smart home products starting to adopt a brand new standard that was literally just introduced in to the industry about a week or two ago. Oh. And this standard is going to make it easier for 
all of these things to work together. That's a good thing because right now I talked about sensors. I talked about a thermostat. I talked about remotes. I talked about a, a rebooting device. I have just with those things, four different apps that I'm using to try and keep track of these things and to get alerts and stuff like that. As the industry matures and we see more of the companies adopting this new standard, which is called Matter, you'll probably hear more about that in the coming months and years. As Matter is adopted by companies, you're going to get a a better cohesion between products and it'll make it easier for owners, which I think is really important. Mm -hmm. This doesn't impact the guests because those devices work regardless of how you set them up and how you monitor them. But it's going to make things a lot easier for the owners and for the management of this stuff. And I think that's a good thing. I also think that we're seeing more and more products coming available for rental properties, either for people who rent, Mm -hmm. meaning I want to be able to have smart lighting, but I rent so I can't install things. Mm. So there are products that address that need now. And we're seeing more and more things like that Two, property management and smart locks is a, is a great example of that. We're seeing interesting technology in smart locks that'll make it easier to monitor a bunch of locks and manage the codes for those and things like that. So I think we're going to see a maturing and um, a kind of a growth of the types of products that are well fit for rental properties. Yeah, that's great. Well, what, I guess you talked you talked about a little bit, at least, you know, the challenges of multiple apps, but are there any other challenges you see property managers, owners facing in 23? Um, either on the tech side or just in general? Because I know there's a lot of headwinds in general that we're facing, whether that's potential recession or or whatnot, but curious what you think. Well, recession aside, I think one of the biggest challenges that I'm seeing is just keeping up with the property given the demand that Mm -hmm. rentals have right now. Rentals are seeing just kind of record demand in places all around the country right now. So that's a great thing, right? You you want your properties to be occupied as much as possible, but it also makes it harder to maintain them. It makes it harder to keep up with things. I literally went five months without any gap in rentals in our property this past yeah. year. And I will again next season during the the peak rental season, which means that if you have anything in there that's battery operated, mm-hmm. you better be sure that you yeah. or the property management company right. is getting those batteries updated way before um, that rush because you're not going to have the opportunity to maintain stuff like that during every any weekend turn. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, honestly, I think one of the biggest challenges is just how to keep up with the demand that the industry is seeing right now. Now, the recession may change that or it may not. I mean, Mm -hmm. frankly, during COVID, we saw a surge in rentals once people felt comfortable being somewhere other than their own home because it was a safer environment than, say, being out traveling and 
and going places where there are lots of other people. It's it's also in many cases much more economical than mm-hmm. traveling in different ways. Right. Yeah, I think it remains to be seen. We didn't know where this industry was going during COVID and it was positive. So we don't know where this industry is ever going to go. I think we're just kind of riding the waves. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I guess, do you have any advice for uh, property managers um, as they head into 23 or especially, you know, I'm thinking too of like someone with maybe one or two properties, like if they really want to get started um, thinking about smart home technology, you know, what advice would you give them? This is probably true in many industries. Eat your own dog food. (laughs) Don't put something in a rental property that you wouldn't use yourself or better yet that you haven't used yourself. Make sure that you know how this stuff works, that you like it and that it's not just something that you're throwing in there because, oh, well, you know, this will solve the problem and let people deal with it. You know, I'll give an example, a very tangible example. And I'm tipping my hat a little bit. I'm not terribly fond of the linens, like the towels that my particular management company works uh-huh. or uses in the the turnover. And I, I always think to myself, I wonder if they've taken these towels home. I wonder if they've taken the towels that they put in these properties Mm -hmm. and tell you what, have all your senior management, all your senior staff, take these home, use them with the family and let me know what you think after a week. Mm -hmm. So I really do think that eat your own dog food is an important lesson for so many industries. And it absolutely applies here. What would you want? Is this something that works for you personally? Yeah. No, I think that's that's really great advice. Um, I guess I mean I was gonna we talked a little bit about trends you're seeing and in, in sort of future state of the industry, but I'm curious, is there any technology you kind of wish existed? Maybe you would have invented it by now, but I'm, I'm <laughs> you, you've seen, I'm sure, so many different types of things. Is there and now that and since you're also an owner, I'm like, what what do you think would be helpful for you? Wow, that was <laughs> I one I wasn't ball. expecting. <laughs> I I like that. So one thing that I wish we could do in a way that, again, wasn't creepy, we talked about don't creep out your guests. Mm -hmm. When I first started about out, started thinking about outfitting the rental property that we have, I bought one of those Google displays that has information about the weather and information about local activities. And it also has Google's assistant on it. And I had to think really hard about that because it, as I was planning things, it occurred to me that people aren't always going to like the idea that there might be something listening there. And Mm -hmm. let's dispel that notion. These things aren't listening and recording to what you say until you talk to it and tell it Mm -hmm. that you want to do something, but it creeps people out. And I'd love to see some sort of devices like those that are completely innocuous. There's 
nothing built in in terms of voice. It's just a really nice way, like an electronic dashboard of sorts that you could have on a counter for people to get information, to find out what the weather is, to to even maybe watch videos or something. But no microphone. Yeah. No camera, nothing that is going to make people feel uncomfortable about it. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting closer. Amazon released an interesting device recently, but I don't think we're quite there yet. So stuff like that, that would be helpful to the guests in the home and again, be enjoyable. It might even, it might even delight them. Yeah. I would love it if people could leave my rental home thinking, wow, what a great experience. And they really thought about how to use technology in a way that made my stay delightful. Yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. I feel like that's a, a great way to end this, uh, this discussion. I want to thank you so much again, Richard. This has been really fun talking to you and learning about tech and, uh, yeah, we, we would welcome you back anytime too. I'd love to do that. Awesome. Thanks again. Thank you. Minute is the co-host that cares for homes, guests, and communities. The Minute sensor monitors noise, occupancy, motion, and temperature on rental properties, helping hosts prevent parties, enhance guest experience, and protect their homes while respecting guest privacy. With powerful automations and integrations, Minute empowers property managers to grow their businesses while keeping operations lean. And it now comes with an outdoor mode. Find out more about how Minute can help you protect your vacation rentals inside out at Minute.com. 